this weekend so um just getting things ready everything's kind of stacked up a bit how about yourself i'm doing pretty good i've been uh taking my temple classes and you know showing up every week and it's been really exciting on the because we learn a lot at the temples It's, it's like a school so and there's a lot many sacred ordinances many many things happen there and but anyways uh, that's basically all I've been doing and taking care of this crazy dog. Which I saw an image on your Instagram. It was a bunch of old school chair, old school church chairs. Yes. But there's a, there, there is a name to it. I forgot. It's not bleachers, of course. But uh, it's called church pews. Pure church pews. That's right. I have not. Wow. I have not heard that because now <laughs> modern churches don't have pews no more. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're definitely uh, old school slash, you know, that's just that's just how it was back in the day. And there's a warmth to that, you know, sitting on a church pew with a bunch of people. It really invites the spirit a little bit more. If you think about it, it's great for the back. Yes, I mean, for for, yeah. for for your back. Yeah, it's great for many things. But, yeah, it's definitely a wonderful environment. Which? It's takeaways to our topic of today. If you see the title in this video, our religious beliefs. Uh, many of you guys know uh, that I'm a very spiritual person. I, I prefer the word spiritual mm-hmm. than religious. Um, as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram at Sleon, you see every other day I post Bible verses from my app. It's the Bible for ios and i'm a very spiritual person and this is a topic that colin and i wanted to talk about so we'll have you yeah, first start I'm off i'm curious for you like where, where did uh, religion start with you and like did your mom and dad go to the same church they they bring you up every saying wake up uh santiago it's time to go to church how did that all begin well let me tell you um i I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my parents grew up Catholic, but then they got saved in college and they became Protestants back in the late 70s. And there was a big movement. I'm not sure if you heard of it. It's called the Jesus Movement. A lot of hippies converting to Christ. It started in California and then it spread around the world. So my parents you know, converted into that. Um, and then I just grew up Christian. You know, I went to I went to church since I've been a baby um, and a child going every weekend and you would hear the music and you would hear the sermons. Yeah. And it was mostly in Spanish because I grew up because my parents are from Colombia. So we went to a Spanish church when I was young. And and when I was very young, I converted to to Christianity. So I. You know, How are you? were you eight or 12 or I was actually four years old. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I was four years old and I was by myself and I knew at the time, I mean, I don't know. It just happened supernaturally. You can say, yeah. and I just knew then Lord, I receive you to my heart. And then the rest is history. But obviously 
you go through your ups and downs. You go through your small little um, rebirths, I guess you can say. And, you know, sometimes when you're like when I was a rebellious teenager in my mm. actually early teens, not my, my late, you know, you start coming back to God again, you know, and mm. I would say that I've been a strong Christian mm. since, you know, sometimes you don't know. <laughs> You don't realize you're in in a uh, like a in a, like in a uh, a uh, quiet dip. Sometimes you don't notice, but but yeah, uh, went to a Christian college, and uh, it's interesting because I never skipped church. Never. Every week, I might have I'm like saying, a ninety percent success one, yeah. rate. <laughs> yeah, I might have a. I mean, of course, I miss Sundays here and there, but that's really rare, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have perfect attendance. I'm not sure. I, I have to look at my. Well, I don't have my records. I don't keep track of it. But um, so, how about yourself? What is your history with spirituality and religion? Uh, the beginning is uh, semi interesting. Uh, but first, I want to let you know that the origin of the word uh, religion in Latin means to bind, and so and they like to connect. So I think there's a very uh, important role religion plays in anyone's life and you, you can segue from that to like you have to as an athlete you have to practice every day monday tuesday wednesday thursday and then it's game night friday night you know same with church you go to church every sunday that sets the foundation of your week each week right so that binds you to a, a higher power and i think it's very important for young kids old it doesn't matter who you are to um find the religion that works for you and study it very thoroughly, you know, because there's a lot of doctrine out there. So, but anyways, back to the beginnings. My father was actually Baptist, and my mom was LDS. So we didn't. Which, what is LDS for the for the audience that don't know? That means Latter Day Saints, also known as Mormons uh, or the nickname Mormons. We've uh, rebranded it to Latter Day Saints because we are in the latter days. Uh, anyways, yes. So, uh, but oh, for the major- most of the part, since my father didn't really go to church, he was just, you know, self-proclaimed Baptist. Uh, we mainly went to the Mormon church and did a lot of the group activities as a kid. And, um, but anyways, my father did end up getting baptized uh, shortly before he passed. So that was a really good thing. Um, what, what was the other part of the question about the religion? Oh. Yeah, your origins, like, you know, how'd you get into LDS and which is Latter-day Saints and and what I mean, because you had almost like two options in a way. But was your mom heavily influenced for you, you to become a Mormon? Uh, yeah, yes and no. They kind of just like let it flow like we could go any which way we wanted to. Honestly, it's like I had too much freedom as a 10 year old. You know, a nine, 10 year old should not be making some of the decisions that I made. But anyways, overall, I chose the right one, you know, and I I still like to, uh, as a current Latter-day Saint, I like to go to different Baptist churches and feel the environment and learn from what what they teach. You know, I'm really big on uh, the diversity, I guess. And what kept you on to become a Mormon? Like, what? Like, was there any type of like um, doctrinal uh, beliefs that you agreed on, or was it just an experience that you felt like this is it? 
Um, w- when you read the Book of Mormon, it, it kind of like blows your mind on how how much it relates to the Bible. And then we also have what's called the Doctrine and Covenants. And that goes really, really deep into scripture and like even has certain events took place. Excuse me. Uh, It has a lot of very interesting events that took place that you're like, wow, if that really happened, then I know for a fact this is the only true church on this planet. Now, do I know 100 percent? Do I believe 100 percent? Yes. So do, do I know? I don't know, but I, I haven't found anything better than the Latter-day Saint uh, Church. Now, there's a lot of, you know, people that put connotations or they put um, cliches on, uh, on religion and obviously Mormons as well. Uh, there's, you know, there's there, uh, there's there's people that say that Mormons don't drink coffee. Uh, they don't uh, drive cars. They got, you know, ride their bikes to go to synagogue. Uh, to um church can you uh, the address those the second one uh there in some situations yeah the the people will pull out their bike and go but in modern times we all use the same gasoline or, or electric cars that people are using now and yes uh in our doctrine we have what's called the word of wisdom and it teaches us about certain things like tea coffee alcohol substances substances that our body should not uh be consuming yeah and you know for my beliefs and my uh religion or uh denomination um alcohol is an option i think um obviously if you do it in excess that's sin mm-hmm. and also uh also practice drunkenness which is not good i personally don't drink and you know this um i've made that decree for Ever since I was a kid, actually, since I was a in my late teens, early young adulthood, and people ask me every time, it feels like everyone drinks. <laughs> Don't you notice that? Like when, yeah, when, I go, <laughs> when I hang out with friends or go out and hang out, it feels like like everyone has something. Like it's really rare. Maybe out of four people or five people, one other person doesn't drink. Um. So I have those decrees that I make. Obviously, it, it, it is an option. Um, I don't believe it's sin to drink, but it is uh, it, it is sin if you get drunk. Mm. Um, and then, of course, you can drink with moderation, which the, which there has been arguments that moderation doesn't really happen in alcohol. It's like <laughs> you get tipsy either way. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it depends on how much. But yeah, you you know, if you have one beer once a year, you know, to celebrate a victory, then you know, I don't think you're going to go to hell. But uh, it's definitely it's just not recommended because you know, as like you're saying, everyone in this world we live in, everyone drinks, and usually it doesn't end uh, end up in a good outcome. You know, yeah, overall. maybe wrong wrong decisions and you know people say religions is full of law mm-hmm. full of like uh you know right and wrong ethics morals but which 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 which, 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 which i believe it, 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 it's actually a good thing you know and 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 my religion i guess you can say or my denomination um when you convert to jesus you know 
you have a relationship with them. That's what I mean, relationship. And when you're, you know, committing, you start to realize, okay, this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing that. And then you start love and like you read the Bible and you're like, okay, this makes sense. And, you know, you don't understand that until you jump into it. Yeah. uh, And the other thing, you know, we serve a orderly God. We serve a God that if, you know, he teaches us about obedience, you know, obedience is, is kind of like discipline in a sense, but it's, that's what teaches us to be able to grow. If you don't have a guideline, you don't, you know, you're just going everywhere. But if you have obedience and a relationship with Jesus Christ, you're going to want to serve and do what he wants. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you have chaos. I think there's a saying I heard one of my friends say, that, um, no God, no morals. You know, um, that's right. And yes, there could be an argument where an atheist could have morals. I mean, sure. Or a, a, a agnostic person. But um, but I think religion goes far from the personal beliefs. I think it really goes well with government. I think religion created government for organization, you know, and not just government, yeah. business practices, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and back to what you were saying earlier, I, I honestly, I don't drink it all neither no more, but in my 20s, I used to party like a rock star. That was my, I, I wanted to get, have a 20, 30 people over my house and have a good time in my early 20s. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, and, and re- religion goes with family, you know, our families are, we know, regardless of what religion we're attached to, your family is your most important uh, part of life. And it's important to study the genealogy of your family too, so that you can know where you came from, which which tribe did you come from? Uh, How long has your mom's side of the family have been like Mormons? Uh, was her mother Mormon? Was her grandmother Mormon? Like, how long do you think was the like the thread? Uh, I believe I, I haven't done enough research on that. Shame on me, I know. But my grandfather is the one. Uh, really first became a Mormon and then my uh, his wife my grandmother shortly did afterwards so and this was, Not this, too was long. Probably, this was probably back in the 1950s so now um, you said recently you've been uh, getting very involved you've been going to the temple a lot lately um, mm-hmm. what what has provoked you to come back in, 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 into the church uh well it, it began somehow with my, my mother dying and uh i was just as soon as she passed away i flew down to where my stepfather was and it just so happened to be during where general conference were taking place and the way i watched him watch the conferences a switch turned on me. i was like you know what i need to start going to church again i need to start and as soon as I flew back here to Oak Ridge, uh, I've been going ever since. Uh, and it's and now it's like I feel lost if I don't go to church. You know, like it, it, you you get addicted to going to religion because it's it's a place of peace, it's a place of comfort, and the relationships that you that you get from going to church. You know that that leads to future business. 
you know, that leads to long-term uh, happiness, you know. It ain't all perfect, but you know what I mean. There, there's just too many advantages of going to to not not want to go. Yeah, there is other good stuff when it comes to going back to church or or also getting plugged into a church. It's not just, you know, your spiritual part, but also, like you were saying, um, business. Like, I have gotten business leads at church. Yeah. Um, I have gotten, uh, made some new friends at church, building community. I think that's one of the things that a lot of churches are known for. Uh, not just today, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's always happening, you know, for decades and centuries where you build community after, you know, like for example, after services or after a uh, Bible study. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think there's mm -hmm. always that caveat with that. It's not like your first, uh, your first, uh, your first mission is to find God, I think. And of course, after that, things could, you know, probably uh, and um, go along with it. But, um, but yeah, um, that's something that I kind of think about a lot. So everyone says the Mormons are in Utah. That, that, we're, that we're not in Utah? No, that you guys are only in Utah. Huh. Well, that's because our main temple in Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, and there are a ton of Mormons in Utah, but we're all over the world. We have 16 million plus members now. We're, we're a big church. And you got to think about it. We're the only church on this planet that I know of that's called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Every other church is just a random name, random that. This one is very specific and detailed. Uh, yeah, we're everywhere. Yes, worldwide. So, and you know, for our obviously, I think we're a bigger denomination than the Protestants. I believe. Um, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I assume so. Um, I've probably been to like five. Have you ever, have you ever been to a uh, Latter Day Saint like to sacrament? I've been to outside a building. But I've never been inside. Is it like welcome to everyone inside, or is it like you have to get permission? No, it, yeah, all, all visitors are welcome. So, not bad. So I, I need to hook you up with whatever the nearest one near you is, and you attend one Sunday, and then you and then we'll have a podcast on that. There's actually one right near me, and it's a really nice building. It's it's um it might be less than ten years old. Okay. And it's gorgeous. It is like like a artistic monastery type. I've never been inside. Imagine like the inside must be beautiful. Is it the church or the temple that you're talking about? The temple. It's a yeah, big temple. temple. Yeah, that, me being a former real estate guy and still real estate guy, I promise you this. It is the highest quality craftsmanship in the world. And when you is when if you think the outside looks it looks great. If you ever go on that now on the temple, yes, you do have to have a temple recommend to go that for the church. You can visit anytime because you, you have. To, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say you, you have to follow uh, the rules and requirements in order to get a temple recommend. That's what gives you access to do the sacred ordinances. 
but they don't have any type of like Pacific membership limitations. Like there's only like like 500 people allowed inside or or allowed to be members at this local LDS church or something like that. No, that there. To my knowledge, there's no restriction on that because basically we, everything is online now, and you schedule of what you're going to do at the temple. Like, are, are you getting married? Are you are you doing baptisms for the dead? Are you doing? Um, there's there's a whole host of things, but yeah, I, I highly recommend one day that you actually take the leap and, and just experience it, church for yourself one day. At, you know, I'm up for the challenge. I'm I'm kind of curious now that you're talking to me about this. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you right now that it's it's mind blowing on, and especially if you go all the way back to where our church is the restoration of the gospel. We believe I, I'll just summarize it that Joseph Smith went out into the woods and prayed, uh, God, which one of these churches is true? Because at the time he was around Methodists, Baptists, Catholics, and we believe that Jesus and God came to earth, and he had a vision right there and saw him face to face. Uh, and he told him, none of these churches are true. I'm going to guide you on restarting my church, the one I started when, I, when Jesus was here. You know, he had his, Jesus had his own ministry. And we now run it the exact same. We run it the same way Jesus did back in the day with one prophet and 12 apostles. So think about that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you're in this new journey, I would say. Where do you think it's going to take you? Uh, it's going to take me to the promised land for sure, which is the celestial kingdom. And, that, and that's why I'm going, you know, because there, there's risk and rewards. And this this is a this ain't a risk, but it's just something that's a part of my life now, because uh, we we kind of have the blueprint of, of everything that Jesus wants for us, which is which is to be exactly like Jesus Christ. He's going to give us everything we, if we just follow his instructions. Amen to that. That's awesome. Um, my spiritual journey right now, it's been, uh, it's been good. It's been steady, obviously going deep into things. I've uh, been getting more into, um, you know, about Jesus healing the sick. I think mm-hmm. that's something that, um, that I, I, I don't see people practicing it kind of, uh, cause he told us, you know, go and preach the gospel, heal the sick. And that's something that I always, you know, when I see a sick person or a person that talks to me that, Hey, you know, that they're, they're going through a stu- uh, through struggle with let's say physical or an, even now with like mental, I want to take more of the initiation of praying for people and, you know, pray for healing. Yeah. Cause I think people, you know, yeah, you go to a doctor therapy, nothing wrong with that, but you know, sometimes they need that divine healing, you know, that divine sense of peace which people need, you know, to, to just to carry, uh, carry along um, during this harsh world, you know, in that peace, that peace, like a river. Have you ever heard of that song? Um, it, it is called, uh, it is well with my soul. Uh, that sounds very familiar, but I would have to hear a, yeah, uh, the beat, but yeah, yeah, it's about this one guy, this one person that everything went wrong. Um, his his house got in, uh, was destroyed from a fire. 
um, his um, his um, his wife and his kids died in that accident, and I think he lost some other stuff. And he took a boat to Europe or or to England, and and he felt peace. He felt peace because he had God on his side, he had Jesus in his heart, and he wrote this song. It is well, and right. that's something that a lot of people need uh, that sense of peace. You know. A lot of things going on around, you know, work, bills, recession, rumors, things like that. And I think whatever you want to call it, spiritual, uh, spirituality or religion, I think it's a, a, a it's a necessity, I would say. See, and that's, that's why I love about my church. One of the, one of the top reasons why I love it is because we have a modern day prophet with 12 apostles. Like the, it didn't just end with Moses or uh peter you know we have a sitting prophet today there's only one on this earth that every that's what general conference is all about it's in april you and october every every six months and all this all the uh top speakers including the apostles they relay their messages to us to kind of keep us in tune with where god's at and what what's how he wants to lead his church well, there you have it. If you guys in the chat or in the comments uh, have questions for me or uh, or for Colin, give a comment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and of course, you could uh, contact us directly online. Which, Colin, what is the best way to reach you online? Uh, the best way to reach me is Instagram uh, at c a l l i n one one. And we got to give a huge shout out to Sleon Productions, the sports cast. So we're rocking with and we're going to the top with. So there you have it. And you can reach us at reach me at at Sleon, S-L-E-O-N. Or you can visit my website, SleonProductions.com. And uh, what Colin mentioned, yeah, the sports cast, which is my another network that I operate sports network. It's the sportscast.net if you're interested in that. Uh, next week, Colin, give us a preview of uh, next week's show. Should be a good one, I hear. Uh, we're we're gonna find us a random guest out there that has been tuning in to the Sleon and Kirk show, and that's how we're gonna do it. So it's kind of a surprise. Tune it is a surprise. We got we had a few options, and we're uh, we're uh, bringing out to one guest. Yeah. We got three get uh, three options, three candidates, and uh, uh and we've uh. No, 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 no. I held it down to one. So hopefully you guys will stay tuned for next week uh, to enjoy it. And of course, hey, we're 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 having a lot of reflection, like going back and forth, learning from our lives, spilling yeah. out inspiration, influence, um, influencing not just in business or 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 uh, or our uh, strategies, but also in religion, spirituality. So, and hopefully next week we'll. Spill you some more gold. 100%. Well, Colin, I got to get going. Yes, sir. You get the words, Leon, and I'll talk to you later. See you guys next week. <laughs>